Delicious meets nutritious in the snack that packs a real protein punch, wonderful pistachios. Each one-ounce serving of wonderful pistachios has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value and making wonderful pistachios one of the highest protein nuts. But perhaps more than that, I love all of the flavors they have. Their sea salt and vinegar ones are my favorite when I'm craving that flavor but want to keep it healthy. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. Wonderful pistachios come in a variety of flavors, like chili roasted, honey roasted, smoky barbecue, and jalapeno lime, perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. So fill up with a healthy snack when hunger strikes. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 2472. What is restrictive eating? And the best time to weigh yourself, both by Shalene Johnson of shalenejohnson.com. And I'm Dr. Neil Malik. Hey there, happy Monday, and welcome back to Optimal Health Daily, where I act as your narrator of the best health and fitness blogs, all for free, and always with a bit of my commentary at the end. And don't forget, we have a bunch of shows covering different topics, Just search for Optimal Living Daily in any podcast app to find them. But with that, let's get right to both our posts today and start optimizing your life. What is Restrictive Eating? By Shalene Johnson of shalenejohnson.com At the forefront, let me be clear that what I'm labeling as restrictive eating should not be confused with avoidant or restrictive food intake disorder, an entirely different matter altogether. When you're eating in a restrictive way, as I call it, you're placing all of the value on what it is you can't have. This, of course, means that all you can focus on are the foods to avoid list. And what exactly is my definition of eating in a restrictive manner? It's when you've made up some arbitrary rule around your food or diet, like I won't eat anything over 15 grams of carbohydrates, or fruit has too much sugar, or dairy is bad. But here's the caveat. You're not preaching any of this due to how your body is impacted. Nope. You've just convinced yourself of these rules because you've read it in someone's book or the newest trendy healthy blog, or perhaps you belong to a food tribe, like I'm keto for life, or paleo is how we're supposed to eat. Or, veganism is the purest form of eating. When you adhere to these truths in regard to your diet, you're really coming from a place of identity more than anything else. You're not taking into account how any of these foods actually impact you. Hence, my definition of restrictive. It doesn't end there, though. Maybe you're so afraid of having somebody else prepare your food because you need to know how many ounces of whatever are in it. Or, 
your children notice you can't eat the things they do because of how you label foods, or you bring your own healthy dressing to a restaurant. Now, I'm not sitting here telling you whether this is all uniformly good or bad, but it's certainly not very freeing. To be frank, it's a tough place to operate from. Look, I know it's all especially tough when we're inundated with certain images in social media on a daily basis. We'll see posts on social media like, we all did, insert diet here, for 14 days. Check us out now. Don't forget to remind yourself that even if you have to do those things because it's part of your business or your brand, do it from an informed perspective. I ask those of you who are health coaches, nutritionists, and personal trainers to have faith in the people you lead and work with. Believe that they're smart enough to understand what it is their body needs. Educate them and yourself. Allow people grace to make their own decisions. Let's remove the morality we have around food. If I hear clean meal or cheat meal one more time, ugh, those terms are so demoralizing. And sure, I use them in the past too. But when we know better, we do better. Think about it. So many people wake up and think, well, I'm gonna be clean today. What does that even mean, really? Health is so much more than how we're eating. The Best Time to Weigh Yourself by Shalene Johnson of shalenejohnson.com. The scale can be a great tool when it comes to tracking progress. However, the relationship with the number can become an unhealthy one. Regardless of how often or when you weigh yourself, if your relationship with the scale starts to take an unhealthy turn, don't get discouraged. Rather than let that number upset you, know that there are more and less ideal times to weigh yourself. It's common to start relating your happiness and even your worth to the number that's staring back at you. But before I go any further, I want to tell you that a number does not define you. You were incredibly, uniquely made. And that is what's most important. Stop obsessing over the scale. Are you one of those that obsesses over the number on the scale? Do you weigh yourself almost daily or even more than once a day, hoping that each time you step on, the number will go down? While it's good to check in from time to time, obsessing over the number isn't healthy, nor is the number always an accurate reflection of your fitness level or your health. You are so much more than just a number. Celebrate who you are, flaws and all. So the first step is understanding that your worth is not defined by some stupid battery-powered device that hides in your bathroom. Set an increment by which you weigh yourself. While you don't want to become obsessed with weighing yourself, you also don't want to get on the scale willy-nilly. If you don't check in periodically, you could find yourself stepping on the scale one day wondering, how did I gain 10 pounds? You need to monitor whether or not there is an upward or downward trend in your weight. So, set a time increment. Typically, once per week works just great. But if you do end up weighing yourself once a day, be okay with the fact that your weight may fluctuate two to four pounds from day to day, depending on a number of things, like one, know that your weight can fluctuate two to four pounds from day to day. There are so many things that can affect your weight, where you are in your menstrual cycle, the amount of salt in your diet, when you had your last meal, when you had your last bowel movement, Even the rotation of the earth, believe it or not, can affect your weight. So if you step on the scale and you're four, even five pounds heavier than the day before, 
don't freak out. And two, make sure the number you're striving for is realistic. Too often, people get a number stuck in their head that they think they should weigh, and they obsess over it. Maybe it was a number at which they felt comfortable in their own skin. However, based on a variety of things, it may no longer be healthy or realistic for their body type. The bottom line is, don't judge yourself based on the number on the scale. Keep sticking to those healthy habits and don't obsess over your weight. Know that your worth is based on who you are as a person, not whether or not you can see your abs. You just listened to the posts titled, What is Restrictive Eating? and The Best Time to Weigh Yourself, both by Shalene Johnson of shalenejohnson.com, and I'll be right back with my commentary. When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it filters out incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit and listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash health. Just go to indeed.com slash health right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash health. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Dr. Neil here for my commentary. I want to go back to Shalene's point about the number on the scale. Let's say we've set a goal weight. Say we've set a goal to lose 35 pounds. We work hard and limit our food intake to get us to lose those 35 pounds. Maybe along the way, we had to restrict our food intake. We had to get rid of pizza altogether and french fries and regular soda. We also made sure to hit the gym hard five days a week. After some time, we reach our goal. We lost the 35 pounds. Now what? Do we go back to eating the way we used to? Do we cut back on the amount of time we spend in the gym? I mean, we reached our goal, so we're done, right? That means we can go back to the way things were, back to pizza, french fries, and regular soda. Well, if we did that, we'll likely end up 35 pounds heavier, meaning right back where we started. This is why many health professionals talk about the importance of the journey on the way to our goals. Goal setting is great, set them. But ask yourself, did I learn anything about myself along the way? Did I form a healthy habit that I'll stick to for a lifetime? Those are the questions we should also ask ourselves. All right, that'll do it for today. I hope you have a great start to your week 
and I'll be back here tomorrow as usual where your optimal life awaits.